This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Question is, do young adults today work harder than previous generations? New poll of 17 and 18-year-olds found that more than 25% of young adults believe they have to work harder than previous generations. Just got a uh, call from John. He said he runs a company and uh, he has trouble keeping staff on. He can't find young people to work. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Look at the service industry right now, Jim. There's a shortage in people working at bars. I couldn't get a job at a bar. That was the that was the job everyone wanted when I was, you know, 18, 19 years old. If you could get at a, a job at a bar, you were laughing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just the social aspect of working right. at the bars, like in a downtown city, is amazing. Or I, a I, restaurant, I, you yeah. know, anywhere. I tried. I had no experience. I tried like 15 years ago to, when I first moved uh, and tried to get a, um, a job at a bar. Couldn't. Couldn't do I had, it. I had no experience. And now you can't find young people to work in in the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. There's a shortage of employees. Hey, Taz and Jim, you wanted to comment? Do you think the uh, young adults today are going to have to work harder than previous generations? Well, I'll just tell you a little story. My last year of uh, high school, I'm 35 now, but my last year, my last semester, I did uh, night courses. I worked during the day. I got my trucker's license when I was 21. By the time I was 23, I bought my first condo, and I'm on my third house now, and I'm 35, and I'm a truck driver. Mm-hmm. Now, when I got my license uh, when I was 23, I was the youngest guy in the company, you know, and then 10 years later, I'm looking around, I'm like, well, where, where are the 20-year-olds, you know, coming up? And I only seen one guy that's younger than me in all these years. It's been like 15 years now that I'm driving. I don't know why. I don't know why the young, the young people aren't coming up and, you know, getting the opportunity. Yeah, it's a long day, 12, 14-hour days, but you can still make it out there. You just got to put the effort. That seems to be a common statement. They they want the, the they all want to work, but they want to work the job that is perfect for them. They want their dream job immediately instead of working towards it. Exactly. Like they want some inner realization of a dream that it's not out there. You know, like uh, we've just been telling young people that they're special and nobody's special. Go out there and do the work. We think you're special. (laughs) Wow, now you made my day. (laughs) (laughs) Are you in the truck right now? Headed down to Toledo, Ohio. Give us a honk, brother. This is a fun list from BuzzFeed. Things that you were terrified of when you were a child that turned out to be harmless when you got older. Like number 10, thinking a ceiling fan could fall on you if you left it on while you were sleeping. Is that a common thought? I thought it before. Fan over the bed? What if that thing falls, chops me up while I'm sleeping? I never thought of that. But I did think if I was jumping on the bed and smoked it, I could possibly get decapitated. Yeah. Uh, That might be true depending on how powerful your fan is, Jim. (laughs) Worrying that swallowed gum would stay in your stomach for seven years. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just comes out with the rest of it, right? You can actually see it back there sometimes, <laughs> depending on the color of your gum. And if it's bubble tape, it takes a while to come out. <laughs> that if you turn on a light in a car, the car will immediately crash. That's my parents' fault. Like, I'd turn a light on in the back of the car, and, and my dad would freak out. Yeah, you try to read a book or something. I can't see the turn road. Turn the light off. You're going to cause an accident. <laughs> 
being horrified that your shoelace could get sucked into the escalator and take you with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Would you jump at the bottom of the escalator, Jim? Would no. you jump over the little crack? I didn't do many escalators when I was a kid. I didn't. I wasn't a. I was a small town kid. Not many escalators I ran into. But on TV, I would see that and be like, "Whoa!" I think I saw a cartoon with that and freaked. Do me you out. remember seeing your first escalator? It was a big moment. I was thirty-two, Taz. Yeah, you're like Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> what kind of what monkey stairs are these? <laughs> Uh, quicksand being more prevalent than it turned out to be in your daily life. True. Is that even a... Th- it's real. Quicksand is certainly real, but where uh, is I it? I was playing in a construction site when I was a kid, and I got my boot... My leg went down far. I, it was more like a sinkhole situation, though, than quicksand, but it was mud. And I, it went. my boot went down so far, and I got out, but my boot stayed in the mud. Mm-hmm. And then, for whatever reason, someone was looking for me, and they found my boot in the mud, and they thought I had gone right... Oh, God, that's a bad omen. Right under. So they were poking around. I came back around the corner. I went home and got a new pair of shoes or new pair of boots. I came around. I'm like, what are you doing? And they're poking with a stick. They're like, oh, my God, we thought you were under the... (laughs) (laughs) Under the mud. (laughs) Uh, What about if you swallow a seed a plant will grow inside of you oh yeah like a watermelon seed or a pumpkin seed or something i used to think all pregnant women ate watermelon seeds <laughs> thinking you'd go to prison if you ripped the tag off a pillow or a mattress <laughs> that is a bizarre thing they still say that on it do not remove all capital letters under penalty of law and top thing that he used to be afraid of his kid that didn't turn out to be that big of a deal. The Bermuda Triangle. Or is it? Maybe that's what the Bermuda Triangle wants yeah. you to think. Was this list uh, paid for by the Bermuda Triangle? I don't think that's been disproven at all. <laughs> Bush Machine Head. Reminds me of a headline that Hammer Manny sent me here. of people would have sex with a robot, a study exclaims. (laughs) What a segue. Got some machine head. So that's, I never understood that song. Better than the rest. (laughs) I don't know what green to red means, but. Stop and go, buddy. (laughs) Got a machine head. That's how you turn it off and on. Your sex bot. Give it a second to power up. Yeah. (laughs) When the green light comes on, yeah, you can put it to you can put it to turtle or bunny, depending which speed you want. <laughs> like the lawnmower sure, thing, yeah. Sure. <laughs> 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 what? Sorry, what was this? How many people? Forty percent of people would have sex with a robot, huh? Uh, according to a study, like I mean, as a novel, like as a novelty, and if I was a single man and. Nobody would find out about it. I would <laughs> debate it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it is. Yeah, it's it's fascinating, and it, it piques my curiosity of like, how can they possibly? If it was n- it? new out of the box, I'd consider it. But I'm not buying a sex bot on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Gently used. It's Taz and Jim, and you remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about how my son has become obsessed with video games, Jim. Mm-hmm. And I asked Taz and Jim listeners, you guys, I asked you, uh, how much time should a a kid be playing video games? Well, China has decided it's three hours a week. Yeah. 
<laughs> he decided and imp- implemented a law. Uh-huh. Miners in China now can only play video games online between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Fridays, weekends, and public holidays starting September 1st. So you've got the weekend between 8 and 9. That's all you're allowed to, to go online, play your Fortnite, your whatever, mm. in China. I'm not sure how they um, monitor that or enforce it, but... Uh I think a lot of it is is these online games where you're playing with people online that they're cracking down on. Yeah. Like Fortnite, like World of Warcraft, stuff like that. But if you have an old Sega Genesis or something in China, you'll probably still be able to plug that in and do a little Sonic the Hedgehog. Who knows? I hope so. Unless they're just activating the, the microchips that the vaccines have put in everybody's <laughs> bodies. Maybe. <laughs> no longer allows your thumbs to work. Unless it's unless it's video game time on the weekend. Yeah, I don't like this. I think this is none of the government's business. But this is why China's going to kick our butts in fifty years. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Truly, there's so many kids wasting potential playing video games all day. And uh, what yeah. about hand-eye coordination, Jim? I think three hours a week is enough to 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 hone that skill. Right. This actually caused some video game companies' uh, stock prices to drop. Hmm. Because the online gaming community, a lot of it is that upsell stuff, right? You can buy your skins, you can oh, yeah, pay yeah. to get like content in the video games. And if you're only playing three hours a week, you're less likely to spend money in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of kids not playing video games, for sure. Don't really agree with everything that China does, but... Limiting the video game time? Yeah. Y- you like it? No, I don't personally. I think it's an uh, it's none of their business, but in the glo- like in the grand scheme of things, it's probably for the best. Like it'd be like cutting out alcohol, you know, from a society. Uh, you know, a lot of people who are who can't handle alcohol, their lives would be improved. But I don't think it's anybody's business who's drinking or who's playing video sure. games. Over here, all we're doing is drinking and playing video games. That's a Friday night for me. A Friday night between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. only, Jim, I hope. Chug, chug, chug. Yeah, imagine they did that for booze. <laughs> go, 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 go. People are only able to drink between 8 and 9 p.m. on Fridays, weekends, and public holidays. I'd be getting great sleeps. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, the sales in funnels would skyrocket. <laughs> and this is a controversial story here. Toronto Maple Leafs mascot, Carlton the Bear, has been voted best mascot in the league. And a lot of people disagree with that decision, Jim. I mean, this has got to be the gritty effect, right? I think nobody has, you know, came onto the scene and exploded like gritty. Gritty is a phenomenon. Truly. I am surprised in this day and age it wouldn't be gritty who would be named best mascot yeah even for people who don't watch the nhl they are aware of who gritty is i think a lot of people watch the nhl and don't even know who carlton the bear is yeah he's not that iconic i mean i, I think there's a lot fan. of people just watching hockey for gritty <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> following the memes i mean carlton, carlton the bear he is the best in the nhl aside from gritty i, I couldn't name another nhl mascot to be honest Carlton, very friendly looking mascot. You got those big black eyes, polar bear. Uh, why is he named Carlton the Bear? Do you know? No, I don't. In, oh, after Fresh Prince, I'm assuming. After yes, after Carlton from the Fresh Prince. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> That's why he does the dance. It's not unusual to be loved <laughs> by anyone. Why don't they do that? <laughs> Carlton, the bear's named Carlton because that is the street that Maple Leaf Gardens was on. Oh, okay. Carlton Street in Toronto. It's a good thing Maple Leaf Gardens wasn't on Dundas. Oh, boy. Ew. Yikes. Carlton. The Dund- White Bear? No thanks. Dundas, the White Bear, would be looking <laughs> for a new name right now. And just, there are some lame mascots in the in the NHL. You got Spartacat for the uh, <laughs> Spartacat. Is that the Vegas Golden Knights? No, Spartacat is the the Ottawa Senators mascot. Oh, okay, all right. Big lion. There's okay, a lot of lions. Yeah, cool. The Kings, LA Kings, have uh, Bailey the Lion as well. Yeah, yeah, that's actually who I was picturing. Yeah, that's a well known one. There's Yuppie, of course, who made the transition. One of the few mascots to make the transition from Major League Baseball with the Expos to the Montreal Canadiens. And I will give Yuppie some credit. Gritty is like an unkempt Yuppie. Yeah. He's a bit yeah. of a ripoff. Ginger, total ginger, uh, big googly eyes. It's kind of like Yuppie got divorced and kind of let himself go and became <laughs> gritty. The beard stopped getting trimmed. Headline reads, every hot dog eaten shortens life by 36 minutes. Yeah, nice, not good. Nice knowing you, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't he be dead four years ago now if I'm doing the math correctly? Huh. This, this, this. He's working his way to never have being born. <laughs> <laughs> Turning back time somehow. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, 36 minutes for every hot dog eaten. This is the National uh, Health Nutritional Index down in the United States. University of Michigan researchers created a standardized way of assessing the carbon footprint and nutritional impact of 6,000 foods. And if you eat a hot dog... 36 minutes taken off your life. 61 grams of processed meat in a hot dog sandwich results in 27 minutes of healthy life loss due to the amount of the processed meat alone. That's not even the bun. Really? (laughs) If that's a white bun? Oh my God, add eight more minutes onto it. And then when considering other risk factors like the sodium and trans fatty acids inside the hot dog counterbalanced by the benefit of polyunsaturated fat and fibers, they arrived at the final value of 36 minutes of healthy life lost per hot dog. Oh boy, and who just has one hot dog? I mean, if it's a barbecue, you're eating two. Maybe if you go to like a a ballpark or something like that, you only have one. But if you're eating them at home, you're definitely eating two. Or you're asking if anyone wants to split a second one. Anyone <laughs> want half a hot dog? Yeah. Yeah, I love that move. I can only spare 18 minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to live. <laughs> Who wants to split this hot dog with me? Oh, I wonder if that makes it the worst, the worst thing you can put in your body. Well, it is the headline. It doesn't, I, the story that I have here doesn't really have a list of other stuff and how long it takes. We, we should dig into that because it's got to be out there somewhere if this study's been released. Sure. Like, would it be worse than like three strips of bacon? I don't know because that can't be good for you either. Oh, what about a bacon dog? Oh, boy. They do say, though, that you can counteract by eating healthy foods. Like, if you eat a portion of nuts, for example, according to this, that will add 26 minutes. So, (laughs) what I am getting from this is, if you're going to gobble up the wiener, make sure you go for the nuts, too. (laughs) Go ahead. You're on the air. Hi, how are you? Very good. How are you? 
Oh, fine, thanks. Uh, I'm, I was just listening about the uh, hot dogs. I, I love my hot dogs, so I think I uh, probably, um, I just I have to go for the nuts and probably uh, I have to find some unsalted nuts to chew on. Yeah, you got to go for those nuts. Okay. <laughs> okay, have a great day. Right, bye. These Brazilian bank robbers, Jim, his story's nuts. Yeah, this is wild. This is this is straight out of a movie. This is the most elaborate plan for a bank robbery I've ever heard of. Basically, uh, three banks were hit, and these Brazilian gangsters used hostages uh, that they tied to their cars to get away. Uh, they left bombs in like several different locations throughout the city so that they would go off during the explosion to distract the drivers. Or to, to distract the cops, sorry. And they even had other, like, pedestrian drivers in traffic to slow down the cops if they did pursue them. So basically what happened is the, the suspects had some sort of inside information. Like, there was a big drop going down at these banks where it had an uh, unusual amount of money at them. Which is, like, out of a movie to love begin it. with. Yeah, I love it. So they had I, the inside I, I don't info. like bad guys, but I do love a, a good heist story. Well, it's like you read all these stories about a bank robber who goes into the bank and he has no plan. And it's frustrating because you're like, you would never get away. So it What is were nice. you thinking? It's nice that people are putting effort in these days. But there was a, a... They don't even know how many people are involved, but they're approximately saying there was 15 to 20 suspects involved. Wow. Uh, basically, uh, it's too fast, too furious here. It, it really is, but you know, this wasn't about family. It was all about money. Well, it was about family. <laughs> hey, spree- we are, we are a gang. We're family. <laughs> we tied family to the roof of our car. So they tied the hostages to the roof of the car. So what happened was they set up a bunch of laser trapped explosives at twenty different locations throughout the city. One of those traps exploded and injured a 25-year-old cyclist and drew the police to the scene before any of the banks were hit. They then hit the banks, all three simultaneously, took uh, hostages at gunpoint from the banks, Tied them to ten getaway cars, and like so on the, the outside of the car. This is there's there's fo- uh, pictures. I don't know if it's from a helicopter or from the roof of a building, but they are starfished on the roof no. of cars. Imagine tied. how terrifying that would be. Yeah, yeah, and they so that, that there's ten different getaway cars making their escapes. Uh, the bank robbers then used flying drones to monitor the police pursuit, so they had their own air support. This is all true, by the way. And then when they got to where they had to go, they set fi- uh, cars on fire along their route to slow the cops down. They took the hostages off the car first. I yeah, heard. or they had other cars that they, they lit. I don't know if it was the same cars yeah, or what them. exactly happened. They're still piecing together this story. It all happened on Monday. But yeah, there was people tied to the roofs of the cars, the hoods of the cars, like Mad Max. Um and they did arrest a few people. Three people have died, but there's still, you know, a dozen or more suspects on the loose with all the money. Have they said how much money was taken? No, I, I don't think they want to encourage any any more of these type it could of have things. been a lot. But, I mean, to yeah, to split it up. Whew. I wonder if it's like the Dark Knight where, you know, they all start eliminating each other. Yeah, you know, at the, the Joker's end, behind or, it. Or if this is truly a team effort. Joker's just going to set all the money on fire after this. <laughs> Holy jeez. Yeah, wild. Well, have you watched the show Heist on Netflix? I I, I think I recommended it to no, you. No, I haven't seen it. It's a documentary, and it's two episodes for each heist. First episode is how they pulled the heist off. 
And it's like, wow, look, at they did it. They actually got away with it. But then the second episode of each story is about how they screw it up afterwards and they end up getting caught. Yeah, my favorite is when they start overspending. Yeah. They become a huge class score. Goodfellas. Yeah. But, but it is one thing to get the money, to stay free and get away with it in the long run is something completely different, especially mm-hmm. when you have a, a huge... And it sounds like if, it, if you're splitting it between 20 people, it must be a huge amount of cash. Yeah, I'm thinking twenty million. I, I and that that's nothing. At that's least. that's just what like my gut says. Like to to plan something this big, you would have to make it worth everybody's while. Uh huh. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Drone. They had drones flying. They had explosives. They had people on the hoods of their cars. You'd think that the, the people on the hood of the car, what was the purpose? Just so the cops couldn't like shoot at the cars? Because Well, I think it's so they can't do, you know, to do a tactical takedown like where they hit the back of the car and then the car flips or you know, It would whatever. be easier to identify the cars with the people tied to the roofs. <laughs> right? true, like, oh, what kind of vehicle is it? Well, it's uh it's the one with the guy on the hood. <laughs> That's the car you want to be following. Yeah, yeah. Brazilian police investigating and Brazilian banks probably still on hold with their insurance companies because mm-hmm. it sounds like they lost a lot of money. What do you think of this idea? Pretend to be your girlfriend on Tinder. See what happens. To what end? There's a guy, he, he's been posting about this on Facebook and it's gone viral Guy made a Tinder profile for his girlfriend. So he used pictures of his girlfriend, uh, her likes, all that stuff. He wanted to see how many guys would think she was hot. (laughs) And she matched with 1,300 dudes in the first hour of activating the account. Boy. And he, uh, he came to the realization, if you're feeling like you can do better than the girlfriend you have, create a Tinder profile and see how many other men would be stoked to be in your shoes. So that's not something, you know, Jim, you got the big wedding coming up before the wedding. You're not going to make a Tinder profile for Sarah just to make sure you're making the right decision. No, I, but I will say it's funny that you just said this today because yesterday my, uh, fiance was in Toronto and she called me up at like three in the afternoon. She's like, I've been here for two hours and three guys have already asked me out. And I, I was, I, I got jealous and I was like, and she's like, are you mad? She's like, I just thought it was crazy. Like uh-huh. it's like a guy went up to her and she was like, they must know that like I have a, a engagement ring now. And like, and now people are approaching me. I guess one guy went up and was like, can I take you out for coffee? I'm just going to go for coffee. And she's like, no, I'm in, I'm engaged. And he's like, well, that's not married. And I was like, I'm driving to Toronto and I am burning down the Eaton Center. That's <laughs> what guys are doing though. Like, just I mean, walking I up to her in the mall. Reason. Who, uh, you, you can't hit a home run if you don't swing at the pitches, Jim. Yeah, you can't get maced if you don't follow a lady around the mall too. Three times in one day. Wow. Oh, I don't like it. You don't need to make a Tinder profile for her. You got your answer right there, pal. And how many girls, just so Sarah knows what she's dealing with, how many girls have randomly come up to you and asked you to go for a coffee in the last year? Let me count. Maybe maybe Sarah needs to make a Tinder profile for you. (laughs) No, don't. Don't. I did. Didn't work. We have an update on a story we've been following for a while now. The legal trials and tribulations of David Working 
43-year-old guy from Michigan. His parents threw out his porno collection. Remember this guy, Jim? Yeah, I do, yeah. And, it was like an expensive collection. Well, it was uh, uh, some quality in there, obviously, and he definitely had the quantity down. <laughs> <laughs> because it was enough for him to sue his parents. They threw out the porno that was left at, at their house. Um, when he called to say, hey, I'm coming to pick up my boxes full of stuff, they were like, it's gone. Like, what do you mean it's gone? We destroyed it. it we did you a favor. This is going to be great for your mental wellness and your, your stability. Maybe your physical wellness, too. I mean, a lot of chafing with that much porno <laughs> kicking around. Yeah, David working was working it <laughs> a couple times a day, you'd think. To make it worth your money. You had boxes full of pornography and two boxes full of sex toys. We don't have details on exactly mm. what was in there, and I don't think we need them. <laughs> uh, his parents threw the stuff out, destroyed it, and now they have to pay their son... Uh, $29,000. Wow. Holy yeah. Cow. A judge ruled in favor of David and the, uh, the penalty has just been laid out there to $29,000 <laughs> for throwing. This could set a precedent. Now I, I know it's not pornography, but we've been talking about this recently seeing, uh, old Nintendo games selling for hundreds of thousands, even a million dollars in some cases, old comic books, baseball uh, cards, baseball, hockey cards. Everyone's parents threw out something that they Mm -hmm. loved at some point. (laughs) Yeah. It's just the awkwardness of this, this item or these items is just, it puts it over the top. I'd say for the parents, it may be, they may have saved money in the long run. Pay him the thirty grand right now. Cut him out of the will entirely. That's it. You That's know? all you're getting, son. If if it if it came down to this and he was going to sue you over you know this this type of stuff, I would I would be like, here's your money. Now I'll never see you again. I have a feeling he's been cut out of the will, Jim. <laughs> I don't think he's on the edge, on the cusp. Once the lawsuit is filed <laughs> and you are thrust into the the public realm as the parents who threw out. 12 boxes of pornography that your son had in the attic. Because now your name is public domain. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, oh boy. Oh, but you don't think it's like, my son will always be my son, and I don't care what kind of mistakes he's made, he'll always stay in the will? That's not not what you would do? I would assume not. (laughs) Big question now is, does David rebuild the collection, or does he spend the $29,000 elsewhere? (laughs) Uh, maybe hires a team and scours the dump. Uh-huh. See if he can find it. Hitting up eBay for <laughs> old magazines. Yeah. Used pornography is not something that I really think. <laughs> not a hot seller at the pawn shop. <laughs> not something I could get into collecting. <laughs> Foo Fighters all my life. It's Taz and Jim on a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. It feels like Tuesday, but it is Wednesday. And we're looking at a little rain out there clearing up sunshine most of the day with 25 degrees expected. New Jackass movie coming out at some point. It's been pushed back, the release of the film. But uh, Jackass Forever has been filmed. And there's a new article out, Jim. List of how much the hospital bills have been for the Jackass staff or... Uh, cast members over the year. Yeah, this is like, I'm a glad I'm not a jackass uh, cast member, and also I'm glad I'm not American. 
because these prices are outrageous. What uh, do we got? Twenty-four million in total over the years. Almost been two decades since they've been active, but twenty-four million dollars in medical bills uh, is what they've added up here. The leader is Johnny Knoxville with eight million six hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars worth of injuries. That's U.S. dollars too. Yeah. So there's been brain hemorrhages, broken ankles, ruptured finger. That's over eight million. You got I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. Aaron, I'm I think E H R E N. Aaron's is seven million three hundred and eighty thousand. Steve O's only five million eight hundred and twenty thousand. Dave's one million six hundred and fifty thousand. Wee Man, six hundred and seventy five thousand. And Preston's only seventy five thousand dollars, but in total, twenty four mil. Yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Obviously, these movies are making a lot of cash. If they can keep paying the cast uh, their salaries, one, and two, their medical bills. Because I'm assuming it would be tough to get insurance for these guys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. I I doubt they're paying out of pocket. They must still have insurance. They must. <laughs> Which is the guy who put the uh, the dinky car I think that's Aaron. Yeah. Or oh, who? What? Which one is that guy? Does that count? Like going to get the X-rays done of that? <laughs> is that added into the the oh, total no, here? That was Ryan, man, who's no longer with us. Now that I think of it, right? Oh, because he was the one. Yeah, I, I remember him sitting and looking sad on the. <laughs> doctor's table how did it get in there the price to, that you have to pay for a little notoriety in this world huh i don't know johnny knoxville like in the trailer he's getting abused still and he's older than i am i don't know how he does it hmm. i'd like would you not have ptsd from filming all these movies well, you're, wake you're, up in the middle of the night choice yeah, but I know, but the anxiety think, the day before you're going on set. <laughs> I think if you didn't know what you were doing and then you showed up and it's like now you have to put all this meat on your body and get in a cage with a bear, you might have PTSD. But if you're spitballing the ideas with your buddies and coming up with the funniest stuff ever, you're, you're, you're mentally ready for it. Ignorance is bliss. And as long as someone else is paying your medical bills, yeah. that would bring the anxiety level down a bit too. Wow. Jackass forever. Could be uh, one of the most expensive movies ever made because of the medical bills. Back into the music coming up. Something from the Lemonheads. Little 90s jam next. You're listening. Now, I'm not sure if anyone noticed, but there's been a bit of a debate lately about um, what you should inject into your body. Hmm. People have been chatting about it here and there. <laughs> Can we all agree that you shouldn't be injecting yourself with mercury? Shouldn't even touch it. Yeah, don't bust open thermometers, take out the mercury, and inject it into your body. Can we agree on that one? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, okay. Probably not. (laughs) This is a... I feel sad for this kid. There's a 15-year-old boy, and he was rushed to the hospital. He was having these crazy ulcers, and they found out the cause of them was mercury. And after they talked to this kid for a while, they realized that he had been injecting mercury from thermometers into his body on purpose because he thought it would turn him into one of the X-Men. I'm trying to think of which X-Men. Is it mercury because it's like a human torch? And it's the temperature, or what What does Mercury have to do with anything? I think there's a character from the X-Men 
called Mercury. Oh. And Wolverine was also mentioned. Because, you know, Wolverine's got the adamantium skeleton. So I might may have thought if you inject enough metal in there, start getting claws coming out of your knuckles. But that is not the case, folks. Oh, boy. Doesn't happen like that. Uh, apparently, this kid's uh, not surprisingly... He also had a past history of letting spiders bite him. <laughs> and that's not a joke. No way! Doctors say upon further discussion, they found out that he had been letting spiders bite him as well, hoping he was going to get superpowers. They say he had no other psychiatric problems after they, they analyzed him, and he had a normal IQ. He just really wanted to be a superhero. I did hear, though, that after every time he went to the theater with his family, he would make sure they go through a dark alley <laughs> next to some garbage cans. Hey, let's! I know a shortcut. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go down this way, mom and dad. <laughs> huh. Okay. I think our driver is waiting for us on this side. Okay. I hope <laughs> nobody robs us. Hey, mom. Make sure your fur coat doesn't touch the puddle. You got those expensive pearls on tonight, ma? Hey, dad. What time is it? Check your Rolex. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to go to another movie tomorrow night, <laughs> Mom and Dad. Came across this article. Uh, the 90s, 37% of people in a new poll saying it was the best decade to be alive. Huh. Ever. Best decade ever, the 90s. 37% of people feel that way. Three in five adults feel nostalgic about the 90s. A third of Gen Zers think the 90s fashion and culture seemed like a lot of fun. <laughs> and 14% of people who lived through the 90s still wear at least one piece of clothing from back then. <laughs> My tearaway, tearaway pants. You got any uh, 90s clothes still kicking around, Jim? Oh, I can't. Uh, I think my parents have like a couple old hockey jerseys that would count that mm -hmm. it, like they haven't thrown out. That, are, But uh, nothing I wear in rotation. I believe I have my, my favorite pair of 90s jeans somewhere in my closet. I haven't worn them for a while. The, the legs are a little wide. Oh, okay. That's that's. I, I guess that's the style. That was the style back then. Yeah. I thought you, there's no way you could fit in them, but like with the crazy insane the clown posse. The waist pants. is too small, <laughs> but the legs are too big. Yeah, yeah, totally. They don't fit anymore. <laughs> um, what do we got here? The best things about the '90s, according to this article, the show Friends was number one. That's the best thing about the '90s. Weak. Some other TV shows that were, were in there, The Simpsons, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh -huh. Saved by the Bell, Baywatch, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, meh, <laughs> Dawson's Creek, and the Power Rangers. Huh. That basically sums it up, folks. Yeah, you could have just stopped at The Simpsons. That would have been enough. Titanic, Romeo and Juliet, Clueless, Space Jam, fun 90s movies that people are uh, nostalgic about. The music, come on. Spice Girls, Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Destiny's Child, New Kids on the Block. Sure, they were popular back then, but mm -hmm. yeah, we just played Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, yeah. Red yeah. Hot Chili Peppers. Every decade had bad pop music. Guns and Roses. Yeah. And the products of the 90s that people 
are are longing for VHS tapes, Nokia cell phones, playing a little snake on your Nokia <laughs> phone in the back of the car. Sure, like I get the nostalgia effect, but were were they bet? Is a VHS better than a DVD? You know, is the Nokia better than a smartphone? What's a DVD, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a Blu-ray? What's a Blu-ray? I only know how to stream things. <laughs> Game Boys, Tamagotchis, Beanie Babies, Polly Pockets, and Pogs. Popular products from the 90s there. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.